can recognize that opening song. What do you think about that? It's always fun to play some 90s tunes. Yeah, I think it's pretty recognizable yeah, from, I, from the get-go. A couple people might have an idea <laughs> at what yeah. that is. We are uh, back to uh, to to get uh, to it, I suppose, uh, on, on a regular schedule. Oh, it's man. like the first time we've done back-to-back weeks in a while. What are we? Well, we are uh, <laughs> we are a, a weekly podcast show. I'm going to go with, with turkeys. Um, all of the good movie reviews, and this week, of course, the only real big news uh, story is basically Captain Marvel and everything around Captain Marvel. And uh, the next two weeks of releases are going to be kind of, eh, like the first week, it's like, yeah, hey, we don't want to come out before Captain Marvel. And now they're like, we don't want to come out the week after Captain Marvel, so it's like three weeks of just kind of blah releases and then Captain Marvel and then once it kind of dies down they'll be like shit all right now let's try to make a movie because we're going to lose a lot of money like <laughs> <laughs> goddamn go, infinity wars coming out yeah like we got to figure out I have a feeling it'll where. be kind of a movie drought coming on here for the next month or so yeah and then it's going to come uh hot and heavy uh, oh so yeah speak. yeah real fast uh, lots of good stuff coming up april's a good month and i shouldn't say that march has some really good things uh coming out uh, with the starting with the jordan peels shit, us march is like half over it, yeah but the good shit's coming yeah uh us with uh, jordan peels follow-up to get out which is currently at a hundred percent and everybody's losing oh, yeah, their shit some, on online um, what's her looks name good good i tell you yeah it uh, looks weird and then there's also uh tim burton's dumbo which uh, i mean you know uh, I think it'll look cool. Yeah, it's it's gonna probably do what Tim movies do look cool and I, I a little light. But who knows? Always enjoy Danny DeVito uh, uh, reprising his role from from Big Fish. It seems <laughs> it as seems. he looks exactly the same. Uh, I, I like the story of Dumbo. I have not seen the cartoon since I was a young lad, probably mm. less than the age of ten. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. Don't know, don't know much about that. that oh, really? Oh, he can fly. You don't like remember? Nah, he can fly. He got big oh, okay. ears. Okay, do you want me to tell you? I'll nah, tell you. Right. I'll figure it out. Um, I'm interested for the team up, a matchup of uh, Michael Keaton. And I Tim like Burton Michael Keaton. To, I do. To come back, that's neat. Yeah, people are starting a petition saying they need to make a third uh, movie to their trilogy, uh, to, or to to complete their would be trilogy, as they have the oh, two. Oh, Batman. Yeah, you know, Batman and Batman. I think uh, neither of them have an interest in that. Uh, no, but the internet does, and, <laughs> and if the internet has enough interest, it's been proven to make things happen. I don't think either of them care what the internet. Yeah, Michael thinks. Keaton cares. He does. That's he cares. true. He's a good man. Tim Burton. He's kind. Eh, of he doesn't care. And I, you know, just every time I hear an interview with Tim Burton, it's like that uh, Seinfeld episode where Kramer hears the voice of Mary Hart on Entertainment Weekly, and just <laughs> immediately just starts. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's what you and do. Just yeah, like every time. Like I can't stand the way that he talks. No. He sounds so stuck up and condescending. Oh, well, and, I'm sure he is. Like he's just like, well, you know, when I mm, make my movies, uh, excuse those... me as I drink my fucking espresso. That's how you have in the air. It's espresso. Yeah. That's how you have to behave. You know. Yeah. At a certain point in a career. No, 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 no. He says espresso. Oh, he does. Yes. Okay. Like express, like hurry up. I will up, have you to know uh, I mean? confirm that. Yeah. Later. No, we don't There's... use the proper pronunciations when we're talking <laughs> like Tim Burton and being condescending. Gotcha. We don't do that. Never. Uh, no. His um, voice. Well, thank terrible. you for setting me straight. Yeah. Well, if I didn't, Tim Burton would have. I'm sure you. he would have. <laughs> uh, but I digress. I Thank mean, goodness. I'm be like, so do you say? <laughs> 
So I heard uh, Dirty Rumor says when you say espresso that you actually say espresso because you want it really fast. Yes. Oh, shit. All right. I did not see that coming. As a matter of fact. How did you know? Yeah. Uh, well, then. Well, damn. All right. Business concluded. Have a nice day, Mr. Burton. Thank you. Uh, oh, I called Richard Burton. Uh, oh, do you? Yeah. That would be a trick. I'd go it? Timothy. Wouldn't that be a trick? I don't think that would be a trick. No. Yeah. yeah. But it may be funny. Well, you don't know. How would I call? <laughs> Paul? How would I call? Just start dialing numbers. I can't get hold of those things. Those things are like locked away from tighter than Fort Knox. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> How do I get Google? How do I get Tim or Richard Burton's phone number? <laughs> I think that you could get his like agent. Yeah, probably. It'll send me to IMDB contact. <laughs> get in touch with Mr. Burton's agent right here. And then and Google will feel like it's done its job. Mm-hmm. And to be I mean I I guess it kind of did. Do you think Google gets any satisfaction out of doing your job? I don't think so. I'm, uh, I'm sure it's a you know, I I asked it once. I was like and it said that it did, but like, you know, whatever. I do love to impress my friends though. They think that I'm such like, a fucking bum or whatever. I'm like, I got my own assistant. And they're like, "Yeah, that's badass." I'm like, "Yeah, her name is Jessica." They don't need to know it's a Google assistant. That's for my <laughs> Google Home or whatever. But still, how long did it, it take? It how counts. long did it take you to get an assistant? A while. She she is. <laughs> I get to call her at night, and she keeps me company That's when I'm, I'm lonely. Saying. She'll know? talk to me in the middle of the night. It's crazy <laughs> when I'm when I'm tired or just I'm all. Call alone. her up. I can just I can just talk to her. You know what I'm saying? My assistant. She's always there for me. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Nobody has to know it's a Google assistant. Any always out of this random weird babble, we do have a point. I do have uh, two movie reviews for everybody. I have a movie review for Glass, uh, the uh, only uh, movie that I can think of particularly named directly after drug slang. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. like um, The French Connection. Is that? Blow. The, yeah, but is that what they call it? I need, I need to go get The French no, Connection? No, remember the movie Blow? Oh Johnny yeah, Depp. yeah, blow, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. It's it's a it's an okay movie. It is, yeah. It's I, a sad story. It. I remember more so the sad story of that director who had only made yeah. like a couple of movies and then died in this uh, driveway of a heart attack. Probably, I think he was all hopped up on the coke. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he was, but that is not what I am here to speak on. So I'm going to talk about a couple of things. Uh, I'm going to get on point here. We're going to talk about a couple of things in the news. Going to give you the reviews, and we're going to get you out of here. Nice and respectable because I'm guessing there's a good chunk of you that's probably already seen Captain Marvel. I mean, <laughs> had a huge opening. Called I mean, a hunch. statistically speaking, you're you're probably right. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I can see the future. Mm-hmm. Basically, is what that means. You heard it first. J. Rod admitted it. Uh, it's got to be true. So. Is that what I did? Yeah, that's one hundred percent what that All was. Right. It would hold up in court. Let's just put it that way. Sometimes Tyler <laughs> speaks for me. <laughs> I am Jack's segue into the news. Uh, we're going to do that uh, right here. And uh, when we get back, we might be a smidge more serious. But then again, maybe not. That's one small step for man. All the humanity and all the... I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. I consider myself the luckiest man. All right, well, I'll tell you, not a lot uh, of stuff went down this week, and everybody just went, record needle skip, say, what? Uh, Because today, it's the weirdest day of the the week. Uh, Oddly, on a Tuesday, this dropped, but, like, 
the news story of news stories I never would have ever thought I would have ever woke up and read a headline about, but I woke up, I wiped my eyes a little bit, uh, you know, as the, the morning light creeps in. <laughs> Thank and, you for setting uh, the scene. Yeah, and I, I walk over to my, my comfortable chair right where I sit sometimes in the morning to collect my thoughts. And uh, I, I look over to the news. I say, it says uh, Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin arrested in uh, a bribery college scandal. And I said, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the Onion is a, a weird thing sometimes. It just picks random old celebrities, just throws them up and says some weird stuff. <laughs> it's only to discover it was USA Today, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. not The Onion. Um, so, yeah, uh Aunt Becky from Full House is, uh, you know, not uh, as, as innocent as it seems. Turns out that, uh, I, and there's others that have not been announced yet, um, which kind of is a little weird, too, because I remember uh, a couple of weeks ago when they found uh, the owner of the Patriots in this uh, prostitution oh, yeah. mm-hmm. ring. There's going Mr. to be Kraft. more... More bigger name celebrities to come out, which we've Bob not Burks. yet heard one. But, oh, okay. But this had nothing to do with that. There's no prostitution oh. here. But this is, uh, if I understood it correctly, and I probably didn't because I'm not that smart when it comes to that <laughs> stuff. Um, but what I, uh, these these two in particular and others, but these are two of the more high profile names, paid monies for certain people to get good grades in Ivy League schools, which is highly illegal. Um, to do for for like what athletes? Uh, for, I believe they're children. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you might want to double check that. Um, it's they they paid it either for children or for pledges or for somebody that they either sponsored. I can't remember exactly what it was. Mission bribery. Yeah, yeah. Okay. either to get them in or to get them better grades. They paid a lot of money, and the people uh, they took it, I guess, but. Yeah, Felicity Huffman, best known for Desperate Housewives, and for me, best known for being married to William H. Macy. I didn't know that uh, much about her post Sports Night, which is the where the two met. And I continued to follow William H. Macy, but I never really watched Desperate Housewives. But I know it was successful for like a decade. I'm pretty sure. Um, now Lori Laughlin was in Full House, and that mm-hmm. was all I remember her ever doing, uh, except for the occasional episode of fuller house uh <laughs> as of recently but uh you know very very wholesome aunt becky apparently doing some some bribery shit i don't know but they're huh. in jail and set at a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bail that means really 20 what is it twenty five thousand dollars to get out because it's 10 percent what you got to pay or whatever yeah, I get, yeah. um if mm-hmm. if jackie brown has taught me anything uh it's <laughs> you pay 10 percent um so yeah. who saw that coming what uh, nobody, I guess. No, and that's some fucking weird shit to wake up and see just on the old, on the old news, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that I, I would, I was trying to find some details on it, but it's, it's so it's complicated. Vague. It's vague, and and what what's there? I'm not smart enough to really make out. I think they participated, and maybe for their children. I'm pretty. It seemed like it was for their kids, mm-hmm. or or for somebody that they were particularly close but with. There's at least. this guy that you pay money to who has a, essentially a fake non for profit that acts as a scholarship. I guess. Oh, here we go. Uh... Uh, Law, Lawlin and 
Giant, I don't know, Giant Newley, is that, was that her, is that Huffman's real last name or something? I don't know. Anyways, uh, that's the two of them. Uh, apparently they paid $500,000 so that their two daughters would be designated as recruits to the USC crew team uh, as neither girl participated in the sport. Athletic recruits have better chances. Ah, of see, it was uh, athletics. Yeah, well, and uh-huh. then some. That's only yeah. part of it. Yeah. Um, it, had, it had to do with grades on one side, getting them into Ivy League sports, uh, getting them Ivy League stuffs on their – basically yeah. everything to get them great jobs when they leave school. But if they have all the means – well, well, to put them in a different class system as It would well. be that, too, yeah. yeah. And uh, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, I uh, can't do that. Uh, they did it. Yeah, illegal as fuck. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know how or who broke this or whatever, but, like, I can't imagine this was recently. Well, I think it's the FBI. But I can't imagine this was, like, a recent, like, well, I guess, well, I guess, no, it, it probably would be, be yeah. very similar. Yeah, the yeah. age would line up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, well, people do crazy things for their kids. What are you going to do, right? I guess. <laughs> I just didn't know people did that until today. Oh, you didn't know that rich people <laughs> I thought that got... the, I didn't know that celebrities what? were doing this kind of stuff. Oh. I thought they had the money to send the people to the schools and let them deal with it. No, but of course. Oh, they did stuff. Yeah, but no. Shocker, the rich get fancier, yeah. I guess. Well, and... and they couldn't have the money just to give to the school because that takes millions to just have laying around, right? Yeah. So they had to get in, like a they had to create a con, a scheme, a scam. <laughs> That's right. Hoodwink. That's right. It hoodwinked and tubwangled us. It was crazy. <laughs> crazy. Bamboozled. Hogglousered, I say. Hogglousered. <laughs> Glousered. Uh, I love that phrase. <laughs> tubwangled, hogglousered, and hoodwinked. Very well. <laughs> Um. So yeah, crazy. If you want to know more, I suggest you Google it because I can't really break it down. Yeah, there's a lot like, of details. Lot. But apparently, the whole ring—not just these ladies, but the whole ring—was yeah. like involved in twenty-five million dollars, something along those lines, of and money laundering, essentially, and bribery. Apparently, uh, there's a lot more names, uh, some high-profile, but I'm guessing these were two of the more. Um, maybe, maybe they're just the ones that got names. caught first, and or it might could be that yeah, I they're think choosing it's... to charge first. Yeah, you know some of these um, people that press these charges, like you know DAs and stuff, they want they want to make a political statement, so they they'll either you know they'll have a plan with how they throw out these indictments into the public sphere. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I yeah I agree, I agree, just. Uh, Definitely not anything that I thought that I was going to be waking up and seeing today. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you raise a decent, smart kid, and they'll get into a good school and have a good life. Hey, how about that? And if not, then just like, hey, that's fucking life. Your kid's dumb. I <laughs> yeah, mean, there's plenty of or, things they can do. Let me just say, your kid's average. Or, or You're a celebrity. You might them. have to accept that you, as a celebrity, might have an average child. Look at the eldest Hanks. He ain't right. <laughs> yeah. But the others are all good. But, yeah. like, he ain't right. He's in Chicago, no. and Hanks has had to be like, man, like, yep. I got to cover up some shit for you here. And like, <laughs> a couple thing, times, be like your brother Colin, man. Yeah, like, he, he like disappeared once. Anyway, yeah. Wow. Um, oh, what oh, you're hearing oh, here is oh, uh, oh, oh commercial. Uh, I'm gonna go with no. Commercial. Uh, I pause. I brought up a video uh, <laughs> for us to not not to, to talk about of sorts. Um, it, I didn't want the sound to play, and mm-hmm. then I fumble fucked around and hit the damn button to make it louder and, and such 
But no, uh, as we uh, segue uh, into uh, the next uh, piece of, of info here, as of yesterday marked uh, the anniversary of what would have been Anton Yelkin's uh, 30th birthday. Mm. Anton Yelkin, actor taken way too soon and way just freaky, tragic accident happened there. So I just wanted to take a couple of moments and uh, maybe think think back on what... Uh, what are our fondest uh, Anton movie memories are for me, and it's for me, it's Alpha Dog, uh, which I discovered, not discovered, but uh, I discovered uh, him in. I did not discover him, obviously. That would be a very different line of <laughs> oh, work. Oh, you weren't his agent? Yeah, no. Uh, I wasn't like, hey, somebody should get this guy a job. Uh, no. <laughs> and give me 15%. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, he was really good in that, and I was like, who the fuck is this kid? And then the more I watched him in, he was really good. He was really good in a movie a lot of people might not have seen called Odd Thomas. Yeah, um, if you've yeah. not seen that movie, he's really good in that. Uh, he was also uh, m- most recently in the last role that he he had done outside of Green Room, which was great. Um, was uh, he was in the the Starship Enterprise as uh, a Chekhov? Yeah, um, Anton Polo- Chekhov. Yeah, Popolovich. Yeah, he had a great. He did the the. The the accent was just right. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, release what was Wessels? Victor 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 Axis called Victor Victor. Do not recognize <laughs> Victor. Yeah, no, he's, he was great as Chekhov, and I imagine probably would have done as many movies as he got to do of those. And now he might not even get another one because everything's all fucked up and everything. But uh, Anton Yelkin, very, very good actor. Um, I always love a good Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he was in lots of movies. Uh, really good. He was really good in everything he was in. And uh, it was a damn shame. If you don't know, he had a Jeep Grand Cherokee. He parked it when he got home. And he went down to get his mail. And the, ironically, I don't think it was in the mailbox that day, but it came within two weeks yeah. after it happened. Uh, a notice had to be sent out by Ford um, that by a certain date that said that there was a recall and that gears were slipping in that particular model of, of Jeep. Yeah, the that, emergency brake. Yeah, and what had happened was is it slipped and rolled down the driveway and ended up... Um, Pinning well, him against the gate of yeah, his driveway. Yeah, uh, with, uh, with what I could imagine would be quite a bit of force. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, really shitty and really random. Um, yeah. You know, uh, this is a guy that didn't overindulge wow. in things you know he was a uh, uh, you didn't hear about oh anton yelkin gets busted with six prostitutes playboy anton yelkin and, uh, anton yelkin didn't charge with a bribery ivy league scandal <laughs> <laughs> paying for his friends to get through ivy league stuff That's uh, and, awesome. and get on row crew but no, uh, a great actor. So if you uh, if you don't know, uh, I, I encourage you to check out um, any of any of those. Uh, but those are just some of my favorites. Did you have Get a favorite? Get on the Elk Train. Did you have a favorite? Oh, the Star Treks. Yeah, the Treks. Yeah, the Wichter. Wichter is very yeah. good. Um, <laughs> well, he was great in that last one too. Yeah, he Green Room died. No, no, no. The the last Star Trek. Oh yeah, he got um, he actually got a lot more uh, screen time too. In that, as he was starting to grow uh, as an actor. Well, he had just died. Actually, he they'd finished. It was about to come out, and he died. They, I think they delayed it for like a week. They did. Yeah. They um, back and they re-edited a little bit of it, and they put a thing at the end for him. Yeah. So. For Anton, it said yeah. it was nice. Um, if you live. 
I guess in the United States, but if you live in Illinois or Chicago, most America. definitely, you'll know that uh, singer, rapper, whatever the fuck he is, Monster R. Kelly, uh, <laughs> was arrested and then yeah. got out on a hundred. He's a million dollars was his bail, uh -huh. but they had to pay a hundred thousand, and fun, his finances man. are not great as he has been uh, canceled basically by everything that he had ever made money from. And uh, after he got out of jail, he promptly went to uh, where we would all go uh, when we get out of jail, McDonald's. For some reason, he really likes fucking McDonald's. I mean, So does Trump. Yeah, I know. Uh, and I get Trump's McDonald's. Hey, it's the all-American restaurant. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like, yeah. I, I think that plays into it. Mm -hmm. It's an American product. I support America. I'm mm -hmm. also very obese. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I probably because he eats all those, and I mean, I, I know Taco that Taco Bell. I know that the calories and stuff aren't there, but you, there's got to be something unhealthy about drinking twelve diet cokes a day. I'm not trying to judge the man. I drink a lot of soda myself. Yeah, but fucking twelve a day, mm -hmm. shit. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry, but mm -hmm. that's a lot of soda. It is. He's gonna get that aspartame or whatever the hell aspartame. it is. Aspartame. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was right, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, when it comes to pronunciations, I think I'm key. Oh, I'm, I'm almost always uh, wrong. Wichter, Wichter, yeah. don't you know? Uh, but no, uh, R. Kelly um, was then put back in jail a week later for having not paid back child support because, again, derelict, monster, son of bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's back in jail. Uh, Chicago County, Cook County, sorry. Um R. Kelly back. They just build him a fucking wing in there at this mm -hmm. point. Be like, mm -hmm. this is where R. Kelly comes when he stops by You're just gonna in prison. just going to stay this time? And uh, no, uh, oh, 160 yeah. grand mm -hmm. uh, out. And you go, well, where the fuck is he getting this money? That's a good question. Nobody knows. And when I say nobody knows, it's because somebody anonymously paid this man's back child support. Yeah. This is a guy that has basically a harem of people, girls, young girls that he tells when and when they cannot eat and does all kinds of fucked up stuff. Well, not just young girls, but other people who have aged out of the tour game that yeah, he was in it's and, and up. now have lot different lives that he still has. It's fucked some sort up. of Manson-esque control over. Yeah, and if you uh, have not seen the documentary, you don't need to watch all six parts to know I don't he's need a little to see fucked any up. Of it. I have seen up. Dave Chappelle saying, I'm going to pee on you. I, I know all I need you. to do. Going to be on you. Yeah, and uh, basically, Kobe. <laughs> he had an <laughs> he had an interview with Gail King this week, and man, I don't know how his people let him, or maybe he was like, he "Fuck you, people. people!" He like, doesn't have people around that he disagree have a lawyer. with him. He doesn't have a lawyer. No, not that disagrees with him. Fuck, man, that lawyer is stupid, dude. Because yeah, of course. Man, did you see this interview? No. Oh, my God, dude. He, I have no interest. He stands up at one point and goes full like Denzel Washington, like King Kong ain't got shit on me. Like, they are doing this to me. They are attacking me. Sits down, full crying face like it's replaced the Michael Jordan cry face thing on yeah, the internet. Right. Like, like, whoa. Yeah, I'm sure he believes it unstable um, and yeah I'm sure that he probably does but he's wrong mm -hmm. yeah yes and also just, true hopefully they can get this dude and get him back in jail but I'm just gonna no, end I with hope this. they can get him help I, he I needs mean, mental help he he's also not... needs to go to jail for his crimes yes that's uh, because true because he has been a horrible horrible but monster of a person you can get that in jail 
Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he can get probably all what he wants in jail, I would imagine. Uh, he's R. Help. Kelly, and people yeah. love him. Uh, don't you know they pay his bail? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I don't think it's the dude. If he jail. wants to get a fucking cheeseburger from Cheeseburger Terry over in Cell Block D, he's going to be able to go right over there uh, and see Cheeseburger Terry and get the fucking cheeseburgers. I, from I don't McDonald's. know if you know this, but in, in prison, they don't they don't look kindly upon people who do things with children. No, they don't, but they they <laughs> will have a Cheeseburger Terry probably they that will. can get that McDonald's cheeseburgers in there. You think he's still got like enough cash stashed away that if he does go to prison, he could be like the guy who supplies everything? I hope that he at least thought ahead. Like, if I go to prison, I want to go in being able to get all up in the commissary. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'm going to be the gonna cigarette the fucking, master. I'm going to get some the Marlboros. <laughs> I'm going to get the good ramen. The you know what I'm butters. saying? I'm going to get the ramen with shrimps. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, that shit's going to be good, <laughs> and I'm going to trade that. <laughs> <laughs> For not getting my ass kicked. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, no, if anything, I just encourage you all to watch that interview because it's very, I don't want to say entertaining because the dude's fucked up. And, but, like. Fascinating? Yeah, fascinating Intriguing. is a good way to put it because, like, you just watch and you just go, huh? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, and then I you think, go, a lot. I think the same thing is happening with Roseanne, just in a different way. Like, you know, th- these people have been able to hide behind their celebrity for so long. In that, that aspect, yes. As However, it gets stripped if, away. If, if somebody went over to Roseanne's house well, she and found didn't a do... basement full of fucking young boys yeah. down there. Obviously, like I said, in a different way. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think, you know, they have just fucking lost their minds. Yeah. Uh, when Roseanne, she's had head trauma from when she was young. So, Yeah, that's true. Um I wouldn't be surprised if R. Kelly had some sort of head trauma. I'm well, sure he was he, got... mo- he was molested as a youth. Oh well, there you um, go. As the bingo, bango, bongo. As the uh, documentary does say, but that does not. Uh... No, it doesn't excuse the actions. No, no, it does not. Um, so this is just a funny little comment that was on the old on the old web today. There's an article that British uh, site, European site. Uh, uh, Uni Unilad uh, put out Game of Thrones battle at the end will be bigger than the battle for Helm's Deep in Lord of the Rings two, <laughs> and uh, commenter Demetrius Axis says, "Uh, if Gandalf ain't coming from the east at first light on the fifth day, then it ain't going to be better." <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, let me just hit this old Toby. I think he's right. Yeah. Because uh, damn, you know what I mean. First light on the fifth day. Yeah, to the like, east. He he Man, brought it. He did. Yeah, uh, the Rohirrim saved is specifically saved what he the day. Like three thousand riders from the north. Yeah, what was that one song? It was in Ghostbusters. Saving the day, saving the day. I have no idea. Is after they fucking you know when they won in the end. Spoiler alert from nineteen eighty four, but you know. No, I don't. Yeah, it's on the Ghostbusters soundtrack if you want to get I it. I don't recall. Uh, I mean, I know of the moment you speak, but Ray I don't Parker recall Jr. the song. And others. Carl's Jr.? What? Ray Parker Jr. Oh. And others. Um, but yeah, uh, the uh, obviously I don't think that the Game of Thrones can, but I'm interested to see it try. Uh, and coincidentally enough, Game of Thrones six months ago said... Oh, dude, bros, bros, dudes, and ladies. Uh, I'm improvising there with how they entered, but they were like just playing it up. Like, oh, check this out. Like, I know you guys are like impatient, but each episode is going to be feature length, man. Each episode. Cool. 
So they released the episode runtimes yesterday. Uh, maybe it might 60. have been two days ago. And the first episode is like 56 minutes. Um, <laughs> well, I don't want to fill you in on something here, but that's not feature length. No, and that's second like a episode. Second episode is like 59 minutes. <laughs> Thir- third episode is like 64 minutes. This is only five episodes, okay? Yeah. Third episode, it might be six. Is like fifty. Costs a lot of money. Like Sixty-four get all those people minutes in the same or something room. like that, and then the last like two or three episodes is like seventy minutes and eighty minutes and eighty minutes. So it's like eighty minutes. Okay, documentary feature. Yeah, fine. No, no, but, I'm not buying it. Yeah, that ain't feature it. length, man. No, uh, it's got to be ninety. Yeah, it's talk about getting hog glousered and tub wankled right. and hoodwinked right there. Those run times are not what was advertised. No, so I was no. not uh, very it's not happy. like HBO to lie though. I know. Oh, here's the exact breakdown. Excuse me. There's oh, six geez. episodes. So here we go. Season eight, Game of Thrones episode run times by the lying sons of bitches working at a place <laughs> called Home Box Office. Episode 1, 54 minutes. Not even a fucking hour. Come on now. Episode 2, 58 minutes. Not even an hour. Episode 3, 60 minutes. Just broke an hour. Ain't nothing feature-length about any of that shit. No. Oh, damn, we're only down to three episodes left? Okay, 78 minutes, 80 minutes, and 80 minutes. Eee. Okay, I guess. No. But you're, you're, being, you're being shitty, and you lied no, to yeah, us. Yeah, that's not feature-length. Not, not one time they're mentioned is actually what I would consider... Feature length. No. It has to be ninety minutes, and even then, I'm pushing it for you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, I call shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Shenanigans mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you know about the time bandits, my friend? The time bandits. Yeah, you know that old the old. Yeah. Uh, you know anything about the old time bandits? Not really, but I do know of what you speak. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, time bandits was it was I don't remember the exact year, but it was a while back. Taika Waititi, a good old Taika, one of my very favorites, uh, one of our favorites here on the show, is going to be uh, writing and directing a Time Bandit series, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan of Taika Waititi's anything. Like, if he's going to do it, I'm going to watch it. Um, I'm, I look forward to it. I have my, I have a little uh, concern for the upcoming What We Do in the Shadows TV show. I think it will be funny. I just worry about the lack of Taika. You know concern? what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I know that he's involved in a very limited capacity. He may have directed one of the episodes, and I know he's a producer. I, know, I don't think he will be on there as an actor at all. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. how much Jermaine well, Clement the, will be on it's there. It's the werewolves, right? I, I don't know. I'm not 100%. Not much has been really said other than the two trailers, which kind of could go either way. So, yeah. you know. Uh, but I know everybody loves Stu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to, this is the last like real big news story I have. We're going to go ahead and uh, uh, talk about it for a second and see uh, why, what the fuck, and who the fuck, and why the fuck. But we're going to, we're going to do it. So are you ready? Yes, um, but before you do, Time yeah. Bandits, nineteen eighty-one. Yes, sorry that took so long. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, uh, it it's been. I don't. I can't recall even having done seen this as an adult. Um, no, but I, I don't. No. I don't. I don't think I hold any connection to it other than uh, Taika is going to do it, and I like Taika a lot. So yeah, and it's from um, Terry Gilliam. Uh, oh, origi- that's right. I did know that. The original. And that's how I know of it, because of the Monty Python stuff. Yeah. I just... Terry Gilliam, that that rang a bell yeah. there. And Sean Connery is in it, I think, as well. Uh, this one here is going to... This one here is going to... It'll bake your noodle for a minute. Yeah. You're going to be like, what? Uh, so here, in the, in, the, in the time of the almighty dollar... 
You can look to the uh, NFL and the National Football League to players sitting out a whole season to try to get paid their maximum value. You can look at people saying, uh, hey, I need to do everything I can to trash this team to get traded to a better place to get more monies. And it doesn't really matter uh, along the way. And now in Hollywood, there's a movie that defied the odds and expectations that went on to win awards that it, A, probably not ought to should have won with the exception (laughs) of one, and B, way overperformed every possible outlook, explanation, or anything they thought would ever be in its realm, especially with uh, it scoring a best actor. They thought, eh, maybe. And then it started to heat up, and they're like, I think we got this fucking thing. (laughs) And if you don't know what I'm talking about, the movie I'm referring to is Bohemian Rhapsody. A movie that if you take out uh, Rami Malek and you take him away and take him out, you have a movie that is kind of a a fluff, feel-good, peek into the greatest hits of Queen, is I think how we we termed Mm -hmm. it without him. And then you throw in the performance. Now you have a dynamite performance, which makes that, paired with the music that you already like, and the fact that it's not really super heavy, a pretty fun movie-going experience, The Bohemian Rhapsody. Lots of people liked it. Lots of people liked it more than they thought that it would. It made a lot of money. It is now the highest-grossing biopic of all time. Uh, another uh, long line of biopics to be nominated for multiple Oscars and to have yeah. a winner that yeah. played uh, a lead protagonist in a musical biopic. You have Gary Busey that did it back for Buddy Holly. You got v- Jamie Foxx famously doing it for Ray back in 2005. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon, June Carter, and Walk the Line. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was, was uh, nominated. The the piano movie. The, oh the yeah, Adrian mind. Brody. Yeah. Uh, uh, the piano. The piano. Uh, wasn't no, it? No, the, the a beautiful mind. Russell uh, Crowe. Well, that well, that's not. Uh, He's a real guy. Yeah, yeah. Biopic, not musical. Is, is oh what. yeah, sure. But I'm going. I'm talking about the, the love affair that Hollywood has with the 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 musical biopic yeah. and re- biopic in no general. Singing. Sure, yeah. Biopic in general. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. They 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 like it, especially when you nail the performance of the person that you are. Are doing and no, uh, uh, Rami Malek really he brought it for this movie and elevated it in every way possible. So you think, cool, job well done, right? And we're good to go. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next project, right? No, no. Um, heavily being discussed right now, having not talked to Rami Malek at all, uh, Brian May and members of the Queen family, as they call it, are saying, hey, you know what? Let's make a sequel. Let's pick it up from from Live Aid. Let's do it. Um, oh boy, a <laughs> uh, few things to unpack here. Um, and this is just me. This is just old Simp here on the old uh, How Simp Sees It, and I'm just gonna say a few things, okay? So Live Aid, 1985, the 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 climactic point where Bohemian Rhapsody ends in a immaculate reproduction of the. The whole experience. Uh, And on Dolby Audio, the Atmos Audio at home on 4K is the best audio experience I've ever had at my house to this day. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is insane. Uh, I was like, (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, But let me tell you about post-Live Aid Queen, okay? And there's not a lot to tell. Mm. Post-Live Aid Queen... If you don't know, the movie made it out to be like Freddie Mercury was sick at Live Aid. And he 
was he had not even been to the doctor by the time that he had went to Live Aid. Yeah. So when in Live Aid in real life, Freddie Mercury was still operating at 100% of what he thought Freddie Mercury was. He was just like, man, slowing down a little bit, and he's thinking probably it's because yeah, of age. from what I recall, he thought he was like tired. Yeah, I've done this for so long. Yeah. I've done this for so much that, well, I'm, that just, tour. Uh, I'm, run, I'm run down. I'm very tired. And it, there was no, I mean, maybe he thought, but generally nobody was like, right. oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, this man is suffering from some sort of affliction uh, because it wasn't. In 1987, he was, uh, as we found out now, um, he was diagnosed with uh, AIDS, not HIV, uh, AIDS. I don't know how if they're mutually exclusive. I don't know if you have one than the other. I don't know if, if you can skip one altogether. But I know if you don't get diagnosed, hey, you have HIV, we can put you on some medicine. If you're just like, hey, man, I got some real bad news. Uh, <laughs> you got the AIDS and like when I said like the full blown AIDS. Yeah. Um, and he, maybe he had HIV and again, didn't know it. Maybe he just thought he was tired and maybe mm-hmm. he could have. Who knows? Either way, that whole well, thing was a mystery in the 80s. you can have HIV for a long time and not be symptomatic you of anything. You can. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, and, and possibly even if you never take any medicine for it and all that stuff. Well, too, and you're I talking at a time where... Like, yeah, then, like, I don't know much, as much now, but I know from what, like, Magic Johnson and his stuff has pulled off. But, like, in the 80s... It was a mystery. It was. Oh, and it was, it was a, a death, death sentence. sentence, and it, it was. Yeah, you absolute. have AIDS. Oh, I'm dying. Yeah, and it's going to be year, fast. And it's going to be, be awful, and yeah. it's going to be. It's still one of the worst ways to go. Uh, you see, basically, someone completely and totally break down, and it's not easy to do. So, um, knowing this after 1987 uh, or, or after 1985, before the diagnosis, he goes on tour with Queen again. 1986, they go out. And they go long and they go hard. And when they get back, that's when Freddie's like, shit, I am fucking beat. And he gets checked the next year. He records two albums whilst getting checked and finding out this info. Finds out that he's got the bug and then continues to record but goes and tells his family and his people, hey, I got the thing. Um, And then uh, he worked for the rest of his life, but... He basically stopped making all public appearances. There was no more tours. They did not go anywhere other than to the studio. And he retreated into his, his, his I don't want to say mansion, but like his big estate, if you will, right. with his partner that he spent the rest of his time with, uh, Jim Bunting, which you do see in the end of Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, they spent those last six years together. Um, and And basically... Uh, if you know anything about Freddie Mercury, those last six years of his life, he wanted to be as private as possible. Well, um, it wasn't it maybe wasn't not the last six years, but like maybe 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 the last four of those six. But yeah, being gay in the late eighties and early nineties, which is one of the reasons it took so long for the diagnosis, because he wasn't telling people that he was gay, even his doctors. Yeah, so they didn't think to check for it. No, and uh, he didn't either, because you don't want to. Yeah, you're hoping it's everything else, right? Yeah. So by the late '80s, though, it's widely speculated as they when they do see him, they're like, "Whoa, whoa, he is losing his body mass mm-hmm. and like he's shriveling up." And then he made one last appearance, and it was about whoa, six months or so before he passed on. And they were like, "Whoa, uh, this is not good." But again, he still worked, and, and like I said, I've told the story on here many times. I'm not going to do it again about the the performing. The show must go on about three days before he died, which is insane. 
Um, but he kept going to the studio uh, and and doing it and carrying on with regular life until he couldn't do it anymore. And then, which wasn't long, uh, it was about two weeks. And then uh, the uh, on the 13th day of those two weeks, he came out and made an announcement and said that he had AIDS and that he was going to basically retire back into his private life and he did not want to be bothered at this time. Thank you very much. I am not feeling well, and I love you all. And he had passed on the next day. Now, I don't want to pay $12 to see that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure somebody does. D- who, though? Um, you know, people who like to cry. They exist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I think... Oh. Your point is uh, well served in that it would be a drastically different movie like, from... Bohemian Rhapsody was a fun flick. Yeah. Hey, Bohemian Rhapsody, the sequel. Watch Freddy pass. Yeah, watch the person that you came to love yeah. wither and die in front of your the eyes. The whole thing that we did this whole year of celebrating Freddie Mercury and celebrating the worldwide acceptance of Freddie Mercury in this world that we live in now. Let's go back and tell you how he relived those days of where he was basically in, shunned. in fear and shunned and in pain and in, you know, well, just... Well, I guess it was self-isolation, right? Yeah, but also, you know, the world was not... Well, yeah, that's why I he mean, did and, it. Yeah. And all you have to do, and you go, no, 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 no. If you really want to see how far we've come, then pop in shows from the 90s, pop in movies from the 90s that everybody's so offended about now that... It's the same argument of it doesn't necessarily mean it's right, but like your grandparents with the with the racial slurs, it's it's a large part of how they were raised. So to phase it out is not as um, easy for them as it should well, be for I, others, I guess. Yeah, and, and for and it's and part of it's fallen on me now too because people are like, oh well, you know, Friends doesn't age well, and I go well, that's a bit of a stretch, but I get what you're saying. Except everybody in college is watching Friends. That's what I'm saying. Friends is still wildly popular. Seinfeld's yeah. been on the other like, one. They wild. just they if just you're not hip out. on this, like all of the high school and college age oh, girls like, What's this in the Friends world show? have seen every episode of Friends at least four times. It's the I most watched it. show on Netflix yeah. by far, and it's not from people that's my age who grew up with it who no. still love it very much. No. Uh, but yet now it's offensive to uh, the. I don't want to use the quote millennials for the, all of the groups, but they say now it, well, studies it find millennials the, are offended by this, are offended by well, that, I'm offended a, by this. I'm and, a millennial and I'm closer to forty than I am to twenty. Uh yeah, I'm not. I'm just outside it's the millennial the into the Z, into the zenial is what I am, yeah. which is an which is a in between generation X and and the and the other. I I, yeah. I don't know how they broke that. Yeah. 78 through 82 is was what that is. We're, the, we're basically the last ones they say grew up with an analog childhood mm. with a digital adulthood and and teenage years basically. Mm. So we got the I got we got the internet when I was nine basically. Yeah. So there was nine years where there was no such thing as the internet. I think we got a word you know. processor when I was nine. Yeah. So yeah, and we had it too. Windows 95. Ooh, yeah, shit. I remember Look when we got now. that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. I just I just don't know if this is a movie that people are going to want to see, especially after all the great stuff that was celebrated about Freddie Mercury this year, culminating make it really in a clear. Best Picture Oscar. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, your, your trailer should be, so you saw Bohemian Rhapsody. You loved it. Freddie Mercury, the guy that you love, 
You're going to watch him die. Slowly. <laughs> Horribly. With a few good tunes, but it wasn't even the good stuff because all that stuff was out. It was off of Innuendo. <laughs> it's not a very good album. <laughs> it's not completely true. Innuendo was all right, but it's, it's just different. Far from the early days. Yeah. Um, and I just don't see how anybody in Hollywood is like, yeah, go on. Tell me about what this. What do you mean you don't see how anybody Pitch in Hollywood... Pitch the script. How Pitch are... it. I mean, I get it, but like, seriously... No. Oh, it made money? We'll do another one. I know, we'll also man. make money. I just... I love it. I know that it's like money talks, but just seriously, what goes on in these heads other than just... I just told you. Dollar I don't signs, know what you want. Man. I just... I don't understand. You're just... You got to understand the people who are making these decisions worked in accounting two years ago. Well, this one's also from Brian May. He's like, yeah, it's a good idea. No, yeah, because it, it made him money. It made him popular again. It did. I mean, I suppose it could be a movie about Queen and how they went on without Freddie Mercury with Adam Lambert. But who wants to fucking pay and see that? Like, oh, well, that would be an interesting way to tell that story. I I'm guess. just saying, if you're going to be like, all right, it's Bohemian Rhapsody, the sequel, but there is no Freddie Mercury, it's with Adam Lambert. People well, are they'll be like, have to do uh, that if they can't get old boy back. Nah, and I don't think whatever they do, they're going to get old boy back at all. He's going to yeah. be like, nah, guys, I won my Oscar. I ain't ever doing that shit again. <laughs> Sorry, I'll always have a spot for Freddie Mercury, but that was two years of my life. Like, yeah. we're, we're good. I'm not about to go play him in this particular state. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, I had fun doing the fun stuff here. I ain't going to get all Christian Bale up in here. Yeah, like, come on now. Uh, I, I'm already thin, as it is. And, I, I mean, Bale went down to, like, 97 pounds once. <laughs> yeah. And they right. And then Vice, who is quite the opposite. Indeed. Yeah, and that ain't no fucking fat pack on there. That's the real stuff. I, uh, I am sure there's an arrangement we could make. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Vice, if you haven't seen it, just came out on the Voodoo and the iTunes and all the digitals uh, yesterday. I got it for fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents American currency. That's nice. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. You know what? I'm gonna watch it a little bit later. What do you think about that? I think that's a fine plan. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm gonna get uh, Unadir with that film right there. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I don't know. I just think that's crazy that that's. You know, the talk of the town this week is the the Queen sequel and people on Full House bribing people in college and getting arrested. It's quite a spectrum. Yeah. William H. Macy's probably just like, just keep me out of this. <laughs> I, 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 I'm out. I'm out. Done. Uh, no. I, I mean, I'm in a show called Shameless, but no. He's probably just, like, what? Yeah. You what did, happened? You did what to who now? <laughs> oh, he's not talking to her. Yeah, now nah, who knows? She's talking to her lawyer and no one else. If she's smart, yeah, well, she, yeah, she's in jail at bail set. My guess is they. Oh, she's probably will, already yeah, out by she'll, now. She'll easily be able to make that bail. Oh, and as uh, speaking of bail, just before we transfer over, the guy that thought it was smart to rob himself for with uh, the racial slurs and the the bleach oh, and Jesse all that, the, the Julian Smollier, as he calls himself, it's mm. like, dude, that's Smollett. Come on now. Ain't no sommelier up in there. That's the guy that tastes the wine now. Come on. Don't be fancying it up, none. Uh, mm -hmm. It's Smollett. And out here in Empire, it's sommelier. Mm -hmm. In prison, it's Smollett. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, it turns out, this fella here, <laughs> they mad. They're going to be making an example out of this guy. He is indicted oh. on 19 counts, yeah. facing up to 64 years mm -hmm. in prison. Yeah. I don't think he's going to do most of that. I think he'll do some time, though, um, because this 
got to send that message. Chicago police has got to be like, look, we already have our own issues. We don't need you making <laughs> up issues about this. So guess what? We are not going to take too fucking kindly to you trying to throw our cops in our city under the fucking bus well, like this. not only that, Chicago does have its checkered racial past. That's I'm saying. Yeah. But they're like, we didn't even do this. <laughs> like, we had nothing to do with this. Well, we to, responded yeah, to this. To be fair, he never said it was uh, the, the police. police. I know. Yeah. But uh, you, you know what he's saying, though. We I know do. here. I uh, do. We know the statement he's trying to make all the way up to the MAGA hats. We know. Well, he did say, yeah, they were wearing... And it's like, dude, like, you had us, and then we found out what you did. And, like, Shut had that up. have happened to you, that would have been awful. But, like, you did this? Like, what the fuck are you trying to even prove here? I just love, he gets back to his hotel room. He says all this has happened. These guys beat him up. They poured bleach on him. They put a noose around his neck. He calls the police when he gets back to his hotel room. They show up 40 minutes later. He has a Subway sandwich and the noose is still around his neck. <laughs> like a fucking tie just hanging there. I got to eat the sandwich, though. I'm hungry. I am Don't hungry. got time to take this noose off from this devastatingly terrible experience I just suffered. Yeah. And, and just to, as we as we segue out, I just want to say and quote the great Charles Barkley uh, on this. If you're going to commit a crime. Don't don't write a check. Just just <laughs> <Yeah>. don't write a check. <laughs> wise words from Charles Barkley. Uh Sir Charles laying down the wisdom right there. <laughs> I mean, haven't you ever seen a movie? I mean for shit's sake. To the dudes who are gonna fucking pull the attack on me with the MAGA hats. That's and going the on the quote board tomorrow. <laughs> if you're gonna commit a crime, don't, don't write, write a check. check. Or pay with card. Chuck pay Barkley. with cash. Air quotes, knucklehead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just a knucklehead from Alabama. Yeah, uh, so on that, uh, we're going to switch it over. We have a special entry into this as we're going to be getting into the Captain Marvel. Uh, and don't you tell Brie Larson that she's just a girl and or Captain Marvel. You just might get your ass whipped. <laughs> whole lot to talk about with Captain Marvel. Not a whole lot, but just some things to say. A plethora. Uh, yeah. Uh, so first off, this was the movie that uh, we, we've already talked a little bit about. Uh, I believe it was last week. The amount of similarities to The Last Jedi this had where um, there was a lot of uh, user reviews flooding into the Rotten Tomatoes to try to make it appear as if, uh, you know, to tank the movie is their plan, just like The Last Jedi, because apparently yeah. uh, the people doing this are very insecure to the, to have a female uh, superhero or a female-led franchise, well, which is I really think, weird. To I me, think but. they miss the point or the, the, the fact that people who go to these movies aren't going because the reviews are good. They're going because it's the next Marvel movie. Exactly. They're going because it's the next Star Wars movie. Yeah. They, they would don't care if it's bad. They're going to go. Yeah. You could be like, this movie I give a zero. And I'm going to be like, cool, I'll be there opening night. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear me? I said zero. I said, hey, I heard you. Yeah. Uh, you could I said, will see that big fat zero. Yeah, you could have said negative 38. Not have still been in this <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. Uh, early, even. People don't uh, even look. They don't want spoilers anymore. Yeah, you know, so. like, 
the Rotten Tomatoes we know is dying fast. Rotten Tomatoes is we've talked about it all last year. Um, if and you don't believe us, every yeah. single episode we mentioned something about it, but it is no longer the gold standard of what you need to go to 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 see about movies anymore. You can go there to get a general idea, but most people are, are like, if you say, hey, you know the Rotten Tomatoes, they go, I don't give a fuck about yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. You gotta read through the lines yeah. when you're... That's, what, that's how much damage has been done by toxic fan bases over certain things. I think it's just uh, assholes. Yeah, it's trolls. Asshole. Trolls. I love the, the article that somebody put out. It was, you know, again, with, with Captain Marvel's recent success, uh, much like The Last Jedi, it just shows that the trolls that put out all this negative shit, it ain't going to win. You're not going to win. You're not going to stop these movies from making money. And if you think that any of this negativity has derailed Captain Marvel, you're wrong. Yeah. Let me just tell you, uh, to the tune of this, uh, it opened at the sixth largest, or sorry, the seventh largest comic book opening of all time. It had the largest opening of 2019 so far, as far as the opening weekend goes. It's made 156 million dollars just here domestically, and that's only in the fucking four days or the three days of the weekend, not counting what it's made this week. People have gone out, and generally, the movie-going experience of this has been mostly positive. It's not going to be 100% positive because it could be the best movie in the world, and some people uh, are going to say, I don't like lady superheroes, and I don't like lady superheroes leading my movie. And you go, nuh -uh. People don't say that. Go to Rotten Tomatoes. Go to any other website out there, and most of it's positive until you see Johnny Dickhead that has a <laughs> comment on there that says, ain't no girl superheroes ever going to be no real superhero. And you go, I can't believe that people still really think this way. Well, and guess what? They do. Not a lot, but there's a niche. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, those people, man, uh, number one, okay, then don't go see the movie. I don't know do. wh why you got to hate But they do, people. and they still hate it. They go yeah. to hate watch. <laughs> it's weird, man. Yeah. Like, I hate this so much. Here's my 1250. Yep, yep. I'll see they it in sure 3D. Do. Give me a large popcorn and a soda. They fail to see how capitalism works, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Like, you ain't getting none of my money. I'm going to hate. Uh, it doesn't work that way, guy. Money's money. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. This is hate if money. You hate it or not. I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. You need to tell us how much of the Captain Marvel opening weekend haul was of hate money. Yeah. We need to know. Uh, give it, me my money back. I'm going to write, I hated this on it, so when they get that money, they can see that I hated I just, it. I would just like to know so we could be like, hey, all you people that gave us the hate money, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll be putting out another movie soon. Feel will, free to hate on that one, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Apparently, this movie was uh, so worried about amongst Disney brass that, air quote, worried reportedly... About? Uh, there was an Word. alternate uh, end scene that was shot in case people really hated uh, Captain Marvel for the Avengers Endgame. They had integrated a, a plan B, basically, for if Captain Marvel would have flopped. And what? like you said, there ain't no way it's going to flop. What? And I don't think that that's particularly very yeah, true. I bet Kevin Feig was like, yeah, okay, whatever. We'll we'll do that. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, neat. Run the plan B contingency. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> the plan B initiative, if you will. Uh, but I'm here to put all that shit to rest because this is a fun fucking movie. It's good. Now, I got I to gotta go ahead and say a few things. Um People are like, well, the movie started slow. Well, the movie took forever to get going. Yeah, the movie is... 
first off, this movie is receiving a lot more negative criticism from a lot of the other Marvel movies. A, because it is a female-led superhero, and I really will never understand why they feel that females can't lead uh, a very a successful movie because, because we covered this because they're assholes. I know, I know. <laughs> I just but they're Captain Marvel is badass, and and people are like well, Brie Larson is a shit actress. She has Doesn't, zero range, and like she has the Oscar, and people are like Oscars are a joke, fucking no well, range. And it's like true. you can't argue with this. Like I get it, <laughs> like it, but it's not just a political participation trophy. You do have to do good work oh. as part of the initiative to get to that part. That's true. Like, and she does show the range. It's on film. Watch the movie Room. Just do it. Watch the United States of Terror. Watch some other stuff she's in. She's not just... And watch fucking Captain Marvel with the range there. It ain't all fucking stern-faced, non-smiling fucking Brie Larson. Uh, You know? And I think there's also a couple of points in here that uh, I don't think anybody particularly likes to be told to smile, but... You know, as it stands, a particularly feminist stance is be, hey, guy, I don't know. Don't come up to me and say, hey, you should smile or smile for me. I ain't got to smile for you. I don't have to do it. And apparently that was the big thing that they were saying about Brie Larson. Oh, well, she's in this movie. She's in this trailer. She didn't even crack a smile. It's a two minute trailer. And she's going on some serious shit here. Yeah. And you want her to smile, which she does plenty of in the movie whilst cracking jokes and being overly generally pretty fucking awesome. Uh, I think that this is all non-issues that are being made into issues, and I hope it doesn't scare off the regular folks, and it doesn't appear to be, and that's what I like about it. Or, in my alternate reality, they are exploiting um, phrases that they know will get a reaction. Yeah. Um for for their own pleasures. I will say this. It I don't feel it would be as intense as if they they recently they being the the assholes as they J Rod calls them, thing. but uh, uh you know, they being the the angry part of the fan base, they they went out and Brie Larson is very feminist and she has said some things that could rub uh un <laughs> not uneducated but but there's a certain general part of the male population that is just not going to like to be told certain things. Yeah. And she's going to be the one to call you out on it. And I think it's great, but some people didn't. And I'm like, look, here's what I say. If you have this type of a problem, the person that's doing the stuff in the movie, they're acting. That's, (laughs) that's, that's their job. That doesn't mean that if you hate this lady off screen, that doesn't mean that on screen she's automatically garbage. Yeah, that a bad actress. That, like, yeah. There's a lot of people that I fucking hate, but I think are damn fine actors. Mel Gibson's one of them. Yep. Hate that motherfucker all you want. He's got Oscars on his shelf, too, for acting, directing, and yeah. it's a lot of other shit. He's been in the game a long time, and he's a right fucking prick. But, man, he can act. He's Especially good. when he drinks, it seems. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is all the time. So uh, I don't know if he's off the wagon or on the wagon now, uh, but uh, yeah, during his old sugar tits days, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't good for anybody. No, but I mean, and I can go through the list of Hollywood actors who are right fucking pricks in their real life and directors, and most and of them are are men. I could say, and you wouldn't have well, any problem with that. Yeah. But if you start saying it about some of the ladies, then you say, well, they have, how could they, how could they say that? Fuck oh, that. Yeah. But Jack Nicholson can say whatever the fuck he wants. It's that double standard mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. you see. But 
I just don't, you just got to block all that out because if you go in there and you have any of these preconceived notions, then you're going to do yourself a disservice about the money you're spending to see the movie you want to entertain yourself with. Like, just go watch it and be like, either I liked that or I didn't. Um, and here's, and, and I think a lot are doing that. And here's what I'm finding. People who are into comic books, digging it. People who are not into comic books saying, yeah, it's pretty good. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. It's not in the top 10 or anything. It's a Marvel movie. I liked it. It's pretty good. People in the Marvel universe that know things about Marvel are like, it's better than pretty good. It's great. It's not in the top five, mm-hmm. but it's good. Maybe it's in the top 10. I'd have to figure out where. And I'll just explain why, how that breaks down. So you have people who are not into the Marvel world. So what they're going to have to do immediately is they're gonna, you're going to introduce to somebody you've never seen before. You're getting introduced to a character most likely you've never heard of before. You're getting introduced to a character that still three-fourths of the of the audience before this movie came out thought was a guy <laughs> until the trailer <laughs> hit. And they're like, well, I thought Captain Marvel was a guy. Well, okay, kind of, kind of not what, really. Yeah. We covered it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's there's all of that going on. Uh, and then you're in, a, you're in a world that you've never been before in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You're seeing a race that you've never seen before in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a big race that if you're a comic book reader, you're like, oh, shit. But if you don't read comics, you're like, weird, green blood. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, is that Jude Law? Has he got green blood? I don't know what's going on there either. Uh, so there's a lot that you have to be exposed to. Uh, the old, good old movie term, uh, exposition is key because you're not you need to know certain things because you need to know that in order to get the right balance with the character it has a lot of work cut out in under two hours and i think it manages to do it well it it gets the story told but it does have to have that slow start because it has to get you in up to speed yeah you have to know who these people are, well, why a, they're there, where they're coming from, and why it's different than Earth. Because yeah, this it's is not. not a story you know where we can just pick right up where exactly. we left off. Um, and I think they do a good job of it. And then they have people that are like, God dang, Samuel L. Jackson, he looks younger than he did in 1994. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, he does. So did Michael Douglas in Ant-Man when he was at the start of the movie. It's because yeah. CGI has come a long way. It's the same reason they put a completely, entirely, completely fake Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator Salvation. <laughs> like, uh, for real, they can do some crazy shit with you CGI. You will pay me for my likeness. Also, I don't know when the last time Samuel Jackson had hair was, but you put hair on somebody, it youngens them up. It just does it a can, little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they did a good job with the effects there. Uh, and, of course, Samuel L. Jackson and Goose the Cat were uh, fantastic. If you don't know anything about Goose the Cat, oh, <laughs> boy, you're going to have some fun with that one. So just I wanted to go and say all of that first and all of that said, if you contend, you know, if you think about all that, uh, cool, I guess, but you could end up tainting your experience. You should just go in knowing either what you know or what you don't know and watch a movie and see what you think. And I think if you do that, you're going to be like 90% of the people I know personally who have seen this, who I've asked, and it's been probably over 30 people. Hey, what'd you think? Only about maybe six or seven. It was like, eh, the rest were like, fuck yeah. So (laughs) it's not bad. Uh, and my people, I know a lot of people that see a lot of fucking movies. So yeah, we do. Uh, I'm saying sure. if they're saying it's you know pretty fucking good, 
Generally, it's pretty, pretty fucking, fucking good. good. I rate this thing in, in between an 82 and 85. It has some what I call movie or Marvel issues. It has a couple of bits of uh, filmmaking that I went, oh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> you know, I thought about it for a half a second. I was like, nobody else is thinking this, though, so it's not that big of a deal. It's just my uh, brain who like, has seen way too many like movies. Like the um, um, Fury Road. Can I talk to you over here? They take yeah, two steps. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those small movie things. Yeah. You know, I was just like, uh-oh. Uh-huh, okay. And, and I was like, what? I'm like, you didn't see? It? No, I'm like, it's fine. It's me. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, but it's, no, I, it I, is my problem. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. So, you know, that's 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 where I put it at. If I was to give it a, a star system, I'd give it the... The four star, but it's weird. It's one of those. It's better than a four star, but it's less than a four and a half star. You know, so it's like a four point two five. Four and a quarter. Yeah, so that's where it's at out Which of the is five stars. Which is a fraction, so I think it's it's fine. Yeah, I like. I, well, I don't like fractions, but you don't like fractions. I don't like numbers in oh, general. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm bad. I'm, I'm bad. With I'm against numbers. Yeah, try but, not to use yeah, them. Yeah, I see a number from across the street. It looks me dead in the eyes. I turn I around, walk the other way. I do. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't even trying to get in that kind of trouble. Don't yeah. you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Don't you do it? I will not have it. Uh uh-uh. uh. If no, you're not sir. first, you're last. That's right. I wake up in the morning and I piss excellent. It's just I like was Captain high Marvel. On PCP. <laughs> Somebody say that my friend from the Invisible Flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Uh, so uh, speaking of uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, I uh, had the misfortune of of seeing the uh, the Holmes and Watson. I don't know. I, okay. I wish I wouldn't right. have. Yeah. I was I like, you know, I... but I have an understanding for Will Ferrell and John C. Riley that many don't have. <laughs> of course. It's, uh, I will wrong. see the glory. Yeah, I will see the humor yeah, where others course. will have missed yeah. it. I No. No. It's awful. I'm guessing everything was bad yeah, about it. Not a single redeemable quality. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the three worst movies I've ever seen. Whoa. So That's there. saying something. Yeah. It has a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is basically <laughs> the equivalent of 100 uh, compared to where I would rank it. Um, I gave it a negative 12. Well, Adam McKay, he's doing those big movies now. They can't. Did he do that, Adam McKay? What? The the Holmes or something? No, Watson? he was doing Vice. Okay, that's good what I'm for saying. him, because I was going to say, if he did that, that's what cost him his Oscar. <laughs> What's <laughs> I don't know, that maybe. movie right I'm there? Look it up. See what happens when Adam McKay goes away? Will Ferrell doesn't know how to play. That's for damn sure. John C. Riley. I mean, I'm always going to give it up a little bit for John C. Riley, so that's why it's only a negative 12 versus a negative 24. Very well. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it was not good um, at all. At all, at all. It's all? No, sir. Um, Okay. So, have you seen Unbreakable? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Split? Yeah. Okay. So, Unbreakable, when it came out, I saw it. It was uh, M. Night Shyamalan's second film, uh, the follow-up to uh, The Sixth Sense, which was quite popular. Uh, If you don't know, the young lad saw Dead Folk. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And um, it had Bruce Willis. And so he was like, well, my follow-up, I still want to use Bruce Willis. And I got Samuel L. Jackson in here. And people were like, man, did you see the last movie this guy made? It was fucking bonkers. And I think that there was an unprecedented level of expectation 
that M. Night Shyamalan would have never been able to have filled no matter what his second film would have been. No, well, and I think the letdown of that movie influenced the rest of his career. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, because uh, if you go back now and you pop in Unbreakable, it's a damn fine film. Mm-hmm. Me and J-Rod were one of approximately 32 people. Who had ever heard of it. <laughs> who, had, who, had, who was like, Unbreakable was awesome. Yeah. Uh, they're like, uh, what? Unbreakable. Yeah, what? M. Night Shyamalan. What? Oh. Six Cents? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this movie? one's got a trick ending, yeah. too, right? Oh, yeah. Well, well, the trick ending was stupid, and he would have died in that train wreck, so it's dumb. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, no, d- damn, you've missed the whole fucking point. It's a love letter to comic book fans yeah. uh, done in a very awesome, awesome way, and I still, to this day, love Unbreakable. But, yeah, if, you, if you're thinking, nah, back in 2002, me and J-Rob are the only motherfuckers that liked it. And yep. like like I said, maybe thirty other people, yeah. and that was it. And, but we liked it; we thought it was good. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and then years go by, and we're watching Split, and they're like, "Stay for the uh, the end." It's not even an end credit, but it's wrapping up, and people start getting their their shit together, and you know the music starts playing, but the credits haven't rolled yet. But there's the slow, mm-hmm. you know screen out and then screen back in Dissolves. and at the end of split you know i'm like oh that was a pretty good movie that dude was good you know rattling off all those personalities and everything and then it pulls back and you see the character david dunn uh wearing his unbreakable garb and it's bruce willis and you're like what the fuck <laughs> and he's there to hunt down the beast uh slash 23 other personalities Hello, best. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, "What the fuck? That was wild." Is he gonna make another one of those? And then about a month after the movie came out, he said, "Yeah, I am. It's called Glass. It's gonna be good, Mister Glass." Yeah, we're gonna Mr. make the single to Unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that it was gonna also incorporate the other. We suspected it might, but we thought maybe it's just going to lead over here. Yeah. But instead, it was an all-inclusive thing, and that it all came to a culmination in January. And it wasn't, again, properly well-received, yet every person I talked to that saw it liked it. So... I don't really know where the breakdown was. Well, on I that. think the winter blues, you know, that the winter release also, is always tricky. Uh, I think the reason that I was so geeked for it was because of how much I did like Unbreakable, and I did like this Damn. too. But I don't think people, a lot of people, had that lead in that I did. Like well, Unbreakable. And like, think back on it. The reason we're doing this movie now is because the weather all across the country was terrible. Oh, it was bad in January. Yeah, so it was awful. That plays a huge factor. I mean, five weeks in a row, we really couldn't leave our house from basically Monday through Wednesday. Almost. Yeah, there was a couple days you could get out. And uh, get some grocery shopping done. And yeah, I hope you did, because (laughs) if not, it was awful. And when we say awful, we mean things like negative 51 degrees outside. Like, are you going to want to be like, we got to go see that glass. Ice and snow. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I did, because we review movies and and stuff. But, uh, you know, I don't think that if I was John Q. couch goer, I would have (laughs) been like, you know what? I think I can wait on glass for a couple of days (laughs) or so, where I was like, nah. Till the thaw Got to get that glass. So, uh, you know, I liked glass. I thought it was great. Uh, The average score for glass was fair to midland. Um, It's about your 55 to 60-ish. I'm more of a 75 to 70 I'd say 70 to 75-ish. 
It's um, still pretty strong. It is. It's a strong it's a film. For I wanted. You. I wanted a little more yeah. out of it than I got, but I was happy to get what I got, which is what got it to seventy five. But right. I'm like, you know, I could. I guess I could have went for just a little, a little bit more. I mean, and when you see it, you'll know. You won't know what, but you'll know Can when I you ask watch a it. Semi-spoilery question. Sure. I mean, we're it's about to come out on on DVD and right. Blu-ray now, so it's not. Does like... Does it wrap it up or does it? Not. It could go either way. Yes. Yeah. Um. It. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say it wrapped it up, mm-hmm. but left you a backdoor Trojan yeah. horse to come. Bruce Willis need that money through and find its way back <laughs> to the course. surface well, again. It's comic book, so. If it needs to be. Um. But I will say, if it comes back for a a third parter. I don't know if my personal interest is going to be as high. Gotcha. Um, that's what I'll say. Gotcha. Yeah, but I I did like this movie, but I think that it's going to fall more in line with a, a a coin flip for most. I think most people are going to walk out going, yeah, it's pretty good, but uh, yeah, I could have went for something a little more. Do you think more. they would benefit from watching the other two? I absolutely do, mm. especially Split. Yeah. If, if you've not seen Unbreakable, meh, it's 2002, eh. You're obviously not too charged up about it, or you would have right. seen it at some point pre-show you know, show or whatever. You don't need that. I suggest it's best to watch Unbreakable and then Split and then go see the movie. But if you don't want to do all that, you have <laughs> to see Split. If yeah. you don't see Split, you're going to be like, I don't get this this guy. What's the deal with this guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's James McAvoy with his... Uh, or, uh, McAvery is that what it is? No, it's McAvoy. I don't know why I get them confused every week. I don't know. Third week in a row. Can't help you. No, one shredder, the other is not. Uh, yes, McAvery is the shredder. So James McAvoy, uh, you need to know why he's in the movie, what he's, what his character is, and why he is even relevant to this. And you won't get that unless you watch Split. So um, if you're going to watch Glass and you haven't yet, and you're going to be part of the, uh, the rental that's going to be coming out here soon on digital and, and Blu-ray, uh, I, I at least strongly encourage you to at least watch Split, but if you haven't, um, you know, seen Unbreakable, obviously I think you should do that too. Uh, cause the best way to watch it is as its own trilogy, starting with Unbreakable, Split being a middle entry, and then Tell you what I'm going to do, I, cause I don't think I own any of them digitally. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to get the bundle when it comes out. I hope they have a bundle. I'm sure they, I'm sure they I'm sure will. They will. Yeah. yeah well, I would be shocked. Why if they wouldn't didn't. you? <laughs> yeah. I would be shocked. Uh, so yeah, so that, that's where I'd put it, you know, a strong 3.5er on there. And, uh, the 0.5 is a little generous. You know, but I, I feel it's for me. It's a three point five, or for everybody else, it's a three point oh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and for some, it's a a three point no. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, there's going to be some because oh, like, it's just too weird, like or no, because it's not enough. Oh, gotcha. And they didn't have the proper stuff to go along with it. I don't think anybody that can sit and watch all three films is going to be like, "Fuck that." Mm. They're going to be like, "Okay." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I finally feel like I have a good three film arc. Right. You know what I mean? The the coveted trilogy. Yeah, with a back door for four, if they really want to. <laughs> I always got to leave that back door open. Yeah, that sounds like a title of a different genre. Back door <laughs> for four. But... Back door slots nine. Yeah, uh, you know, but it, yeah, so 
it is what it is. You're gonna you're a lot closer to glass uh, being able to watch at home, which is crazy to think about because that's how long it's been since we've been able to podcast. Is almost the length of a theatrical release to a Blu-ray release because of the stupid fucking well, winter. That, that also speaks how quickly things come out now. Too. Yeah, they, that would have never do. happened it's, in the well. Old the days. digital whole thing now is yeah. a thing. It's when, different. When we when I was young, you couldn't even buy the movies you wanted. It was on VHSs, and you had to go to the the video store to rent them. Which is why there's a great little scene in Captain Marvel that I like quite a bit because it reminds me of my. That's another thing too is that my my love of Captain Marvel. I think if you didn't grow up in the '90s, I don't think that you can enjoy it as much as somebody who did. There's oh. just a connection that they won't have to that part of the movie. Gotcha. And, and as a person that's grown up in the '90s, you know how connected we are to the '90s. It's it's our thing, man. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. I'm more of a child of the 90s than I am the 80s. I grew, I was young in the 80s, and I grew up in the 90s, mm-hmm. if yeah. that makes any sense. And there was just a lot of my 90s-ness that I can connect with. Uh, Non-spoiler-ish as I can get, just simple shit, too, like she's wearing a 9-inch nail shirt. Yeah. And now the 9-inch nail shirt that she was wearing, Trent Reznor has partnered with Marvel to make the uh, Captain Marvel 9-inch nail shirt for mass release to purchase and stuff, which is kind of neat. But I was just like, I, I had that 9-inch nail shirt when I was... Everybody had it. When it was in 1994. Yeah. You know, this movie took place in 95. So, uh, pretty neat. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, can, I can identify with a lot of this movie, so... Uh, but that being said, though, that's the show for the week. Uh, I don't know what's going to be happening next week, but we got Jordan Peele's Us coming up the week after, and then the Tim Burton's Dumbo the week after that. So I'm not sure what's going to go down next week, uh, but I can't definitely know. I'm going to guess some mayhem. Perhaps. Always mischief, mayhem, and soap. You know. So it, what are we talking about? The 8th? Yeah. What we're talking about? The only movie that comes out is The Wonder Wheel. Oh, no. That was last week. Uh, and no, uh, this will be the... 15th, Yeah, 16th. the and the 22nd is when Us comes out, and then the 29th is Dumbo. The only... The Wonder Wonder Wheel or Wonder World or whatever it is. Wonder Park? Wonder Park is the only big release, really, for this week, far as theatrics yeah. go. It's a... It's Pretty a, much what I'm seeing. A 3D animated uh, romp, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, Captive uh, State with John Goodman. Yeah. So uh, other than that, uh, we will be back with one of those reviews. Um, but you're really looking forward to the new stuff from Jordan Peele. And uh, I think that um, I was wondering how he was going to follow up such a great film with Get Out with there only had one negative review. And so far, he's like, fuck that guy in his negative review because he's already back to a straight hundo on there. It's been up there for over a week. Like the other one lasted for four weeks with 100 percent. It was almost like the first movie of a good long while that wasn't an animated feature to be a strict hundred percenter on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like as rare as a fucking triple crown. <laughs> and uh you know, everybody's got their fucking oh, this guy liked it? Oh well, I'm just not going to then. Oh yeah. <laughs> have nothing to do with the Let movie. Let me just shit on yeah, well, you know, it's assholes, man. I'm gonna be the guy that doesn't like the movie. You know why? Because yeah. people will click on my shit. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I will the, my name will stand apart from the rest. Yeah. Exactly. Uh dumb shit like that. So yeah. 
other than that, though, good stuff to talk about. Hopefully, you enjoyed the show this week. Hopefully, we can do the show. I next loved week it as winter <laughs> goes on. Uh, we're glad that J Rod loves it. Uh, quite frankly, he's excited because he gets a bunch of new stuff at, at his uh, facility uh, here. Oh, place of soon. employment. Yeah. Yes, uh, he's. Uh, we're talking. Like uh, the brain hive of computer systems going on over there, like so smart, like Hal Nine Thousand smart. Like, hello, J Rod. Yeah. He walks into his office and it goes, "Would you like your coffee? Here you go, sir." It provides me mimosas on command. It's great. Yeah. Uh, here is your mimosa. Would yes, you? I yes I drew out the O <laughs> to make it sound more better. More like better. Stewie? Yeah. Mimosa. Do you want a soda? Yes. Would you like a soda? <laughs> Some cool whip. Fuck you, I tried. Cool whip. I always like the extra elongated. Say the... whip, whip. Now say cool whip, cool whip. Yeah, cool <laughs> whip. I, I just enjoy the extra, the extra oomph. Uh, Who doesn't on, on love a little language. extra oomph? Agreed. Uh, and, and really, uh, you can't close without uh, a proper... Segway, so we're gonna keep it nineties for you, as that's what Captain Marvel did for most of its 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 run. And I guess if you're like, man, fuck the nineties, then maybe you might not like Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'll say that specifically. Yeah, if you're like, man, fuck nineteen ninety through nineteen ninety nine. Then like <laughs> I ain't got no room for it yeah, in my life. Like then you just might not. This movie might not be for you. I want to meet this ahead, person yeah, just to talk to. I'm them. just gonna say that we're gonna find uh, this person, get him on the show, and be like, I need to know <laughs> what happened in 1990. Take us through 1990 to 1999. We're gonna make it a nine part series. You hate so much. A couple hours each week for each year of those of that decade. It's gonna be a groundbreaking podcast. Yeah, it's like serial. It, it will. It's gonna be like it's better than. It's gonna be like it's. We're going to call it cereal, but better. <laughs> yeah. Just like a sticker. Yeah. Piece of tape with it yeah. written on there. Official cereal logo, too, with a sticker over it. But better. But better. With a Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> that is an awesome yeah. idea. We we're, should totally do Because we're that. smart. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's the name you know. Jeff like Jefferson. Parody, like a parody podcast. <laughs> it's the name you know, man. It's how you get the clicks. Mm-hmm. We are cereal. <laughs> but better. <laughs> All right, enough funning around here. We gots to go. We'll see you next week. And in case I don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.
a little ghost for the offering Yeah, 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 yeah Here's a truck stop instead of St. Peter's Yeah, 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 yeah Mr. Andy Coffin's gone wrestling 